Hi! Welcome back once again to the Intercast. Today we are focusing on Britain in the 1980s under the leadership of Margaret Thatcher. So Margaret Thatcher was born in 1925 in Gentham, Lincolnshire. She was the daughter of a shopkeeper as well as a Methodist preacher. Methodism is a branch of uh, Protestantism. And so being uh, brought up in a Methodist family, she had quite traditional values of society. From 1943 to 1947, she studied at Oxford. In 1951, she married Dennis Thatcher. And then her political role began uh, in 1959 when she was elected Member of Parliament for Finchley, Middlesex, Greater London. And then in 1975, when she became the Tory leader after uh, a rebellion against Edward Ith. And it was the beginning of the One Nation Toryism. At the time that Thatcher became uh, the Tory leader, we're in an uncertain political climate in Britain uh, called <laughs> the Confusion Politics. Um, from 1975 to 1979, Britain faces an important economic crisis, as well as a social crisis, the social crisis known as the winter of discontent. It is also uh, a period of problems between Northern Ireland and Britain, especially violent uprisings in Ulster. And there's also, in November 1974, the Birmingham pub bombing. So it's not an easy political climate. Margaret Thatcher is a conviction politician. She promotes neoliberal values, uh, for example, things that the state should stop to intervene into the economy, but also that men are not equal. And so unemployed people should not be helped because uh, they simply don't want to work. And so that's the idea of the dull attitude. She also introduces an assertive foreign policy with uh, the anti-Soviet stance, for example. So she's elected in 1979 and will manage to win three general elections of a role, having the longest prime ministership in the history of Britain, 11 years. So her prime ministership could be divided into three. So first, we're going to talk about the period uh, from 1979 to the period 1983, which could be qualified as the making of the Iron Lady. So rigid application of monetarism is put into place, but leads to economic and social problems. Unemployment uh, rises from 1.2 to 3 million. Then industrial output, which falls by 11%. The interest rates also, which rise just under 16%. And uh, some major rioting in industrial cities. At this moment, she is massively unpopular but she makes it clear that there would be no U-turn. So she establishes her position as an inflexible leader, hence her name of the Iron Lady. She manages to be re-elected with a 144 seats majority, um, thanks to the Falklands factor, which restored jingoistic Britain, a slight economic recovery in 1982, because Britain's economy begins to benefit from the North Sea oil. There's also the weakening of the Labour Party, which has played in 1981 
and the manifesto of the Labour Party in 1983 is described as the longest suicide note in history. The second term begins in 1983 and in 1987. It's considered as the high tide of Thatcherism. So during this term, Thatcher marginalized the One Nation Tories, those she dismissed as wets, and the wets were considered as the enemies from within. She also continued to pursue her main objectives. So first, uh, rolling back the frontiers of the states with privatization and tax cuts. Second is the deregulation of the economy. So in 1986, known as the Big Bang of 1986, uh, there is a deregulation of stock markets and financial services. And this leads to the restoration of London's position as a world financial center. Third is curbing the power of the trade unions. So the industrial relations are strictly regulated. This uh, leads to an important miners' strike in 1984-1985. She also wishes to create a priority honor democracy. So the council houses are sold to make wider the private ownership of homes. In 1987, she is once more re-elected with a majority of 102 seats. She's re-elected thanks to the consumer boom of 1986-1987 and the impact of her slogan, there is no alternative. So showing that the market economy is the only system that works. Her third prime ministership from 1987 to 1990 can be considered as the fall of Thatcher. She seems unstoppable. In 1989, there is the fall of the Berlin Wall, which appears partly as a consequence of Thatcher's hardline and anti-Soviet policies. So, alright, she seems unstoppable, but there are a series of problems. First, economic problems. In 1987, there is a stock market crash after the Big Bang of 1986, and there is renewed inflation. Then, she becomes stridently anti-Brussels. She had welcomed the creation of the single market in 1986, but she rejects any form of political integrations, so she alienated her European partners. She also insisted uh, pushing through a controversial measure, the poll tax. It was a community charge levied by charging individuals, and so this led to important anti-poll tax demonstrations that led to serious rioting. The peak was in 1990, in March, in Trafalgar Square, London. She was qualified as an authoritarian leader, so there was a tendency towards authoritarian style of government, which alienated her ultra-loyalist supporters in the Conservative Party. And a fifth reason, the Labour Party was recovering from the leadership of Neil Kinnock and John Smith. As a result, in November 1990, her leadership was challenged and she was forced out of her own cabinet and many Tories were already fearing defeat at that point. Okay, so if we do a small recap of what Thatcherism is, first, there is a strong influence on monetarism, which is different from Keynesianism or Bretzkellism, more proper to the consensus politics. So there is an approach to a free market economy, which is synonymous with prosperity uh, by Hayek, Friedman, Keith Joseph, so this could lead to privatization confrontations with the union. For the view of the economy, it's a natural and self-regulating mechanism. So it's deregulated and a free market economy, 
which is the guarantee of a political liberty. The state should only provide for the conditions of liberty in which individuals are to make their own free choices, so it should not be involved in the welfare of its citizens. Regarding inflation, it is due to the increase in money supply, so the public policy is to reuse the amount of money and cut public expenditure. Unemployment is due to the trade union's influence on the labor market, so the public policy uh, is the free labor market, which reduces the influence of the trade unions. Moving on to the second point, a more assertive foreign policy. There is a special relationship with the USA uh, in the context of the Frisch War, which explains the decisions regarding the Falklands War and the European integration process. Third point, there is also a strong emphasis on personal re responsibility of the individual. Quote, and you know, there is no such thing as society. So it's completely contrast with the one nation terrorism or the nanny states, this culture of a dependence and dull mentality. Last, fourth point, there is also a strong emphasis on personal leadership. As said at the beginning, Thatcher was a conviction politician. She was not a consensus politician. So the Labour Party, the Wets, were the enemies from within and she dismissed them. We could finish by a little assessment of Margaret Thatcher. Was she or was she not a revolutionary leader? For the arguments in her favor, we could say that she was Britain's first female prime minister. She enabled the conservatives to have 18 years of power. She broke the excessive power of the trade unions, played a key role in winning the Cold War. She also restored national pride uh, with the Falkland War and rescued Britain from economic decline and transformed the economy. For the assessment against her, she alienated women voters so that the conservatives no longer gained the majority of female vote. She enabled the Labour Party to have 11 years in power. She politicized the police and polarized society. She was not invaded to the 10th anniversary of the end of the Berlin Wall because she was against the reunification of the two Germanys. She alienated Britain's partner in Europe, caused unnecessary damage to Britain's industrial base, and encouraged private greed at the expense of public good. Okay, so I hope that it helped you to revise and uh, to understand maybe Thatcherism a little bit better. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!